Let's simplify. That's the theme of this series of Soul Talks. We're Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors of psychology, helping you to thrive with Jesus in living, loving, and leading. In 2 Corinthians 1.12, Paul teaches us to behave with simplicity and godly sincerity, not by earthly wisdom, but by the grace of God. Today we're going to talk about how you can simplify your soul. We'll be showing you how our new Breath Prayer Guides resource can help you and your friends in the stress of daily life and work, so you can renew your soul in favor of verses of the Bible. Hello, friends. Thanks for tuning in to Soul Talks. So good to be with you today. And we want to give a shout out to a new friend, uh, Sue in Branson, Missouri. Thanks for listening. And she's uh, making use of our soul shepherding resources. As you know, we've got tons of tools to help you simplify your soul and the people that you minister to. And she uh, came across our teaching on Jesus' solitude and silence from the scriptures and used this for a prayer retreat that she's leading in Branson and uh, says, hey, thanks. This was perfect. This was just what I needed for my own rest and ministering rest to people on retreat. And so, Sue, we love that. Love partnering with you and your ministry to people. We love to hear from you in our Soul Talks community and love even more when we get to meet you in person. It's so fun. We just came off of uh, an institute, starting a new cohort in October. So we're going to say hi to Jim in Florida and hi to Will in San Diego and Andrew and Brianna and Connie and Jared. We just go on and on, but so fun just to be with so many of you. We're starting another cohort in January, so we'd love to have you come out and join us for that. It's been a a full time for us, Bill. We're about to leave to go to Mexico. We'll be going down to the inland Tijuana, and we take a couple of days of our institute down to about 40 pastors who are pastoring. They live in poverty. They work other jobs, earning about $1 or $2 an hour working in a factory, and they pastor in their free time, and their hearts in the Lord are beautiful. We look forward to being with this community, but we appreciate your prayers as we go down to to minister to them. There's recently been some violence in Mexico, so we're trusting the Lord to be our shield and uh, so thankful that we get to be with these men and women who just have the biggest hearts for the Lord and for the people, and uh, they just wouldn't have access to the kind of soul-shepherding content and experiences and retreat and being together as pastor couples and uh, guided communication experiences and prayer experiences. And so real thankful that we get to do this with them. Yeah. And then, Bill, update our listeners on the writing that you and I are doing right now that's... One of the reasons why we've been playing some recordings from the Institute and our podcast recently. We're writing a book on the stages of grace, and we unpack for you six different phases in the journey of our souls, spiritually, psychologically, how we grow and how we mature, and just really excited about this, the, the journey with Jesus, and it explains so much about the spiritual life and the different places that we're in, because each each stage is like a different personality. There's different uh, experiences, conflicts, temptations, stresses that are going on, and different uh, spiritual disciplines and soul care practices that are helpful at each stage. And so we offer customized recommendations depending upon where you're at and inspire you to go towards the, the next uh, stage with Jesus. And so it's been uh, very uh, fun writing this. We're making a lot of progress, and it's going to really bless you and the people you minister to. So our first manuscript is due to the publisher at the end of January, so we appreciate your 
prayers for us. And then also for Ravel Baker Publishing Group as they do their editing and prep too. The book actually will be released in the beginning of 2021. So it takes, it takes a long time, but we appreciate your prayers and are excited to be sharing some of that content with you in the future. But today we're turning to a new series we're going to start on Soul Talks. Simplify Your Soul. And we're heading into the holiday season uh, and uh, lots of uh, fun and family and festivity, uh, friends, uh, but also uh, stress and lots to do and shopping. And uh, it seems like anything but simplicity, Uh, even outside of the holiday season, if you're listening to this at a different time, you've probably got a busy schedule and uh, lots of things on your plate or lots of plates that you're spinning. And so... Uh, yeah, life, uh, modern life is uh, uh, got, got a lot that uh, clutters and stresses and distracts. We've got devices in our pocket that take us around the world in seconds, and we've got just, you know massive information overload and news flowing in, into our consciousness. That a lot of it's bad news and upsetting things constantly. And uh, in ministry, we've got uh, events to plan, people to care for, and uh, uh, products to produce, and we're balancing work and family, and so many things in, in life, and it seems like anything but simple. And so, but the soul is meant to flow with the life of God in a way that's really uh, refreshing and, and lively and relational, and with a, a deep and profound simplicity to it. Breath prayers is something that has really helped us in simplifying our soul. Yeah, but so much that we talk about in the spiritual life as it relates to growth and uh, development, uh, spiritual disciplines, uh, counseling, and so forth. It's some work. It's some things to uh, think about and to work on. It can sometimes seem complicated, like there's so much to read and so many uh, disciplines to practice and conflicts to work through and all this. And so... Uh, we have found that there's just a simple tool that is so helpful in our uh, soul care and formation in Christ, and we call it Breath Prayers from the Bible. And so uh, we've been teaching this for a number of years. Uh, those of you that have read our book, uh, Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke, know that in each of the chapters where we go through different aspects of stress and anxiety uh, as a, a spiritual practice to conclude the chapter, we bring out a breath prayer from the Bible a different phrase from the scriptures with a breathing rhythm to help you with that aspect of stress, whether it's conflict or boundaries or low self-esteem or frustration or just stress overload, burnout, people-pleasing, these these kinds of things. We help you unpacking that with uh, our spiritual psychology and uh, teaching from the life of Jesus and the apostles, but then we net it all out into just a, a simple Bible verse and how to uh, breathe that in and out in prayer in, in a soulful way that's bringing release and, and healing and inspiration and, and insight and power. And so there's a real simplicity to that. And these breath prayers in the Bible have been so popular and people use them in their small groups and in their devotions. So we put together a new resource recently called uh, Breath Prayer Guides, Renew Your Soul in Bible Verses. And we've got over 30 one-page PDF handouts in here that you can print off for your own devotions or if you're leading a small group or, or, or a retreat. 
And it's just a great way to help people to to slow down and to appreciate God's presence, to uh, get their relational centers on, and to hear God's voice, and to begin to move uh, following the Spirit of Jesus in the situations of the, our life, our work, our ministry. Well, it's really been helpful to me in times where I feel distracted, I feel overwhelmed by all that's going on in my life, and I need to be able to really tune in to the Lord and His presence. Or at times when the pace of life is such that I'm not able to get some time in a whole chunk of Scripture, a whole, you know, immersed in a large portion of Scripture, but to be able to really direct my mind to a single Scripture that I can pray over and over in a breath prayer is really it's feeding of my soul and it's orienting of my soul. I was with my mom yesterday. We we're coming back from a worship service and I was driving and she said, oh man, all this negative news just keeps coming in on my phone on her. She was getting notifications from her newsfeed. It was interesting because I was thinking about a seminar that I heard of a renowned psychologist who actually won the um, Nobel Peace Prize. He's only the second psychologist ever to win that. Uh, based on his research work. And one of the things that he was speaking about in the seminar was to top leaders in Google was how the things that we're attending to, things that we're, we're paying attention to, like these news notifications, actually affect our perception of all of life, all of the world. And so if we're getting these news feeds about terrorism or crime, then we don't feel safe in the world. And we tend to think it's a much bigger problem and our chances of being affected by it are much, much bigger than they are. Well, it's the same thing as we focus our mind on Scripture and we pray it in a breath prayer. It orients us to the kingdom of God, that reality that's realer than most of the time we live aware of and thinking of. Most yeah. of the time we miss that. Just as we might have notifications on our phone that are letting us know what's going on in the world which we might want to turn those off. <laughs> uh, but we've got lots of things coming in on our phone, and uh, you know it's good to, to check in on the news and pray about what's going on in the world and, and be aware, and many good things that come to us on our, our smartphones. But it, it, it can be so much. But uh, the point is, just as we could have that, we can have uh, scriptures coming into our mind, and we can be flowing with the Holy Spirit in, in prayer. And so these breath prayers from the Bible are a way to pray as we go, as we go through life and in our daily life, in the different situations of our life, we, we need to keep reorienting ourselves to the kingdom of God that's here and now. And there are just many things that can derail us, including just our own worry or our own ambition or our own people pleasing and and so we, we constantly need to resist the temptation to secure ourselves as we're doing whatever we're doing or to uh, resist trusting our own work as we're doing what we're doing of course we do our best but we don't want to trust our best we want to trust the lord and so how do we trust the lord with us well scripture is is invaluable and to do it as we go or practice god's presence these little breath prayers from the Bible are super helpful. So you've been doing this for like how many years now, Bill? Oh gosh, maybe maybe twenty years. You know, I I don't know if I've even told you how I first learned about this, or maybe I did back then. But I was leading a 
a retreat for a Christ Ambassadors discipleship group in the church where I was pastoring part-time. And uh, I delegated different jobs to different people in this uh, group that was meeting weekly. And one of the women in the group had experience with spiritual retreats. And so I asked her to, to organize our retreat. And so she uh, told me about breath prayers. I didn't know about breath prayers. And so I did all this research on breath prayers. I'm like, this is really cool. And I thought, well, I especially like it when we do this with scripture. So then I started developing this method of taking phrases or paraphrases out of scripture and then uh, developing breathing rhythms that, that fit the, the meaning of the scripture as a way to help me go, go deeper into God's word. And then I just was amazed as I was sort of sharing this with people of all the spiritual disciplines that, that we teach, all the different soul care practices. This is the one that people just most are like, tell me more about that. Show me how to do that. That is so helpful. This is, this is life-changing for me. And just simple little prayers. Well, it's been so important to me. I remember when you were first, you know, enlivened with this, and I was in my dark night of the soul, and I was just flat in my relationship with Christ, and I was jealous of all the excitement and passion that you had, and I wanted that. And I felt like God just gave me the breath prayer to be praying, breath of God, breathe your life in me. And I would just pray that over and over again because I was so desperate. I, I didn't have, I felt like I didn't have any of God's life in me anymore. And I longed for it. I remembered what it was like before and I saw it still alive in you and I just longed for it. And I think that came for me when I was reading the dry bones passage mm. you know, in the Old Testament that God kind of gave me that, that breath prayer. And so many times in scripture, we see this where God breathes his life into us and where he you know, breathes on the disciples, the Holy Spirit, receive the Holy Spirit. And where he talks to us about abiding in him. And breath prayers have been such a helpful way for me to abide in Christ. Well, just a few minutes ago, uh, you who are listening, I wish you could have been in the room with us and seen uh, Christy and just uh, the winsomeness uh, and cheer and love of the Holy Spirit minister to me because I was... uh, uh, quite honestly, stressed with uh, shifting gears to do this podcast. As much as I, I love doing this, I've uh, been really much in, in this book that we're writing, and uh, so it was time to, to do a show, and I just had trouble shifting gears. And so, unfortunately, I was I was getting stressed and cranky and perfectionistic and negative and trying to put all the pieces together. What are we going to talk about and get in the right frame? And so, Christy, you were listening to me, and you gave me empathy, and we talked this out, and you you stayed uh, in the presence of the Lord and joyful where I was not, and I helped helped me to to um, draw on that. And then you said, uh, "Well, let's just do a breath prayer now." And what a great idea! And well, so, I needed it <laughs> because I was feeling temptation. Um, I was entering into the storm you were in, in, in a yeah. sense, and I was feeling temptation to get overwhelmed by the storm of it all. And I was just so thankful that we could stop and pray a breath prayer to reorient. And it, it helped me so much to remember Christ is with me. It helped me the other day as I was on a, a phone call with someone, and uh, this person was having a lot of emotion there was a lot of conflict between two people that I care greatly about, and I was, you know, trying to bring some peace and just 
being able to quickly, in the midst of all the different thoughts and emotions and the responsibility that I was feeling, the emotions I was containing in the room and over the phone and my own emotions, just to be able to be praying a breath prayer as I was listening, you know, to this kind of storm swelling and increasing. And then from that, I felt like I, I got what I needed in order to kind of venture with God and say, okay, I, I'm going to say some things now. I'm going to, I'm going to insert some leadership here. And so taking the time though, to be praying is what enabled me to stay calm in that storm or, um, you know, listening to someone who I met with in my office who was really struggling with suicidal thoughts. And there again, you know, just a storm all of a sudden in my office. And I felt so much sadness and concern for for this person and yet so much responsibility too. And once again, feeling like my resources aren't enough. And so being able there again to be praying a breath prayer to root myself back in the, the power of Christ connected to his presence and his powers being enough. This has become a real lifesaver, literally, you know, um, for me and for others. And in these situations, Christy, you're doing little flash prayers. When you say praying, right. it's not like you're, you know, over in the Nobody corner. Nobody knows and, I'm doing it. Yeah. These are short little prayers in, in the midst of listening to somebody being in conversation, having thoughts about things, and there, there are moments where you're, you're, you're touching in to the, the presence of the, of the Lord and His love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like, and the point that's really important to be saying here, Bill, is because I've done some training in this. Otherwise, I couldn't do it. So training and learning these breath prayers, taking some time intentionally to pray them over a period where there's not distractions and right. there's not all this stress and there's not all this temptation and I'm not in a storm. So int- some intensive yeah. time in your prayer closet and a quiet time on a retreat where you're, you're learning the breath prayer rhythms and memorizing the scriptures and going over and over, maybe imagining yourself in the scripture text as you're breathing it in and out. Then the breath prayer get, gets in you, the disposition gets in you, you start to develop a habit, and then you you can begin to learn while you're doing your work, while you're shopping, while you're talking to somebody who's in distress, to use a breath prayer right. to help you stay centered in the presence of the Lord. Yes, that's right. And you know, even at our institute last week, you took a good portion of one of our sessions. We 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 try to limit our teaching sessions because we want this immersive retreat experience for people. We don't want it just to be all teaching. And you took a good part of our teaching session and you taught the experience and gave people a long, slow experience of learning how to, to really get this in your body. Because that's so key, is as you train your body to respond to God's presence and His power and His Spirit and His Word, then you can do it at these other times and your body will actually respond and, and get respond to God's word and God's spirit by getting back restored in, in peace. That's so Simplified key. Simplified soul. Yeah, we can't a have a... Sim- part of our soul. That's right. We, that's something we teach in our institute is that the, your, your uh, soul is embodied and your soul is actually larger than your body. Uh, it, it emanates out from our body. That's why we can feel each other's vibe in a room. The soul is very large and expansive and flowing, hopefully with God's life and love and joy and peace. And we don't have a chance of 
being in that that flow, that Holy Spirit stream, unless we intentionally use our bodies in meditation and in prayer. Because we, if we want to simplify, we, we need some habits that help us to stay oriented and present with our relational centers on. So we're going to, in a minute, we're going to actually do a short little breath prayer here. But before we do that, I, I want you to get back to where you were a few minutes ago, Christy, when you, we were describing the uh, cranky spot my soul was in <laughs> and uh, how you helped me through that. And as we uh, process together... And you were saying how you used a, a breath prayer to help you with that. But our listeners would, I think, really be helped to know better. Like, well, how did you do that? How did you, how did you empathize with Bill when he was uh, stressed and frustrated and you were present for him, but you didn't get pulled down? You, you, you could have, with your tender heart and being emotionally sensitive and merciful, you could have sort of drowned in the, the space that I was in, but you you were able to feel that with me and and be compassionate, but also maintain a, a separate space there. And the breathwork helped you to do that, mm-hmm. so that you were able to minister to me the uh, the presence of the Lord and the joy of the Lord. But it wasn't like you were being a cheerleader, reassuring me, saying, "Oh, Bill, you know, just." look on the bright side or feel better or this is good and that's great. And, you know, we love doing podcasts and everybody's going to appreciate this. And you weren't like negating my crankiness, nor were you agreeing with it. So how did you do that? Well, honey, you know, I think that there was, I didn't do it perfectly is what I'm trying to say. I did do a little bit of cheerleading. I did slip into a little bit of wanting to fix um, and problem solve and cheerlead and I went to my thought of, you know, well, we don't have to do this. And, you know, I, I did have some reactions. I wasn't totally perfect or reactionless. But I think one of the things that helped me was remembering that I have my times when my emotions are front and center for me. And my emotions are driving me. And my emotions are clouding my thoughts. And my emotions are dominating the room. And it doesn't help me when you problem solve or you cheerlead or you fix or any of those kind of things. It helps when you empathize and you contain my emotions. And so remembering that, in fact, you had just done that for me (laughs) yesterday, um, remembering that and appreciating that was helping me to remember that, okay, these are your emotions. Your emotions take a very different flavor than mine. Um, And so... I had to remember these are your emotions, not not reality. So that really helped me. So that helped you to empathize. Mm-hmm. And yet in your empathizing, you, you weren't submerged or defined by my emotion. You you had some, some boundaries of separateness there. And part of it was I remembered that how helpful it is when I'm all, you know, my whole reality is my emotions in the moment. It helps me when you're able to stay calm and at peace and separate and loving and attuned to me. Um, so I was remembering that. Again, I was remembering the empathy that I received from you, the peace that I received from you, the strength that I received from you yesterday as you were an ambassador of Christ to me in all of my emotions. I don't even remember what I was upset about now, but because thankfully, you know, I was able to, to just share with you and receive God's love and empathy through you and let it go but and return to joy. So I think that I... I had that vision because we have 
learn to do this for each other. But then also when I started to get slipped down into the overwhelm and into your storm and started to feel temptation to join you in your emotion, um, I did pray the breath prayer, Jesus is enough for me to keep my soul tranquil and quiet. And I just kept praying that breath prayer, clinging to the Lord, and I was praying it for you too, um, because I know you knew that, but I knew that at the time your soul wasn't tranquil and quiet, and it didn't feel like Jesus was enough for you. And so that helped me, and that's one of the things I love about breath prayers is that they are they're a great lifeline for me, but they're also a great way for me to pray for somebody else. Well, it's such a great example of integrating compassion for somebody with uh, being centered in the joy of the Lord. Uh, that's a, a tricky thing to bring those two together. When, when someone like the, the woman in your office is depressed and uh, so troubled, you, you enter into that, but you can't be overwhelmed by that or you're not going to be any help to her. You're, mm-hmm. you're going to drown in it. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a, a, a separate center of, of gravity emotionally, a separate place to be, which we understand is the Father's world with Jesus. It's mm-hmm. the spiritual reality. Mm-hmm. And from that place, you enter into what somebody else is experiencing or what you're doing, and, and we bring these two together. We, we call this being bihabitational. We're in two, two realms at the same time, a circumstance and the kingdom of God. And so breath prayers can help us do that. We're just simply quietly bringing a phrase of scripture and calling it to mind and using it to, to breathe in and breathe out a prayer uh, while we're doing what we're doing, while we're caring for somebody. Yeah. And so we've got 45 breath prayers in our breath prayer guide. And these are ones that we have, have been really special to us, that we found really helpful, that we've really prayed. So when I started praying a breath prayer today or in my office Friday or these other times, I'm not having to go to scripture and find one, or I'm not having to create one or think one. I've already practiced each of these. And so it just is like the spirit gives it to me. It's, it's, it's just available to me at the time, the right one at the right time that I need. So that one that I prayed today was from Psalm 131. But I didn't have to get out the guide and look through it because I'd already been through all of these in my own devotional life. Yeah. Well, so let's, uh, let's just touch in on a, do a little sampler with a breath prayer from Mark chapter 4. I shared this just a couple days ago with 50 church leaders, in a local church here. And we did a, a seminar on Sabbath experience. It was a little mini retreat of about three hours, and it was very fun. And so during that time, we, we did some teaching on Sabbath, but also I led some experiences for people. And then that that trickled into some soul talk around the tables and, and some Q&A time. So this is the, the prayer I, I led with them. And, and one of the great things about uh, the training that you were talking about, Christy, is that when we do our own soul training with something like scripture meditation and, and breathing in uh, verses as, as prayers, then we can actually learn while we're leading a retreat or a group or a class or preaching a sermon to do it from the standpoint where we're, we're, we're with Jesus, we're in God's presence, and it's not like I'm on this podium and I'm, I'm doing all this for you. It's, it's more like, no, well, Jesus is here, and he's the teacher, and I'm assisting Jesus. And so while I'm leading this breath prayer, I'm doing it too, mm-hmm. because I've, I've done this in my devotions, and so I'm not like performing. I'm sure I'm conscious of I'm ministering to people, and that's so it's... 
not totally the same as, as my own private devotions, but it's, I'm free enough now to actually enjoy the experience and sense the Lord's presence and, and maybe hear God's voice and do the exercise that I'm inviting other people to do. So uh, I invite you now just to wherever you are, if you're in the car, if you're in the kitchen, uh, if you're taking a walk somewhere, uh, just begin to focus on your breathing, breathing in and out as a prayer, breathe in deep, hold your breath, breathe out. You're breathing in God's peace with a smile, breathing out your stress. As you do this, just imagine Jesus with his disciples in the boat, the Sea of Galilee. There's a storm. Just breathe in God's peace. Breathe out your stress. You've probably got a storm in your life or your ministry, your family. Just breathe in God's peace. Breathe out your anxiousness. Let's call on the words of Jesus and incorporate this into our breathing rhythm. Breathe in Jesus' word, peace. Breathe out his words, be still. Breathing in peace. Breathing out, be still. Like we're breathing in the heavens. And we're talking to our mind and our body, be still with Jesus. Again, imagine yourself as you're breathing in, peace be still. Imagine being in the boat with Jesus. He's calm during the storm. Prayerfully, trusting God, imagine yourself at peace in your life storm. Continuing to breathe in. Peace, be still. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, for your peace, shalom of God, and the stillness, simplicity of soul that you bring us in your presence. Thank you, God, for your grace to us and the challenges and opportunities of our lives as we seek to serve you. We pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Amen. We've put together a new resource for you featuring one of our favorite tools for soul care and spiritual growth. Breath Prayer Guides. Renew your soul in Bible verses. You can download this on soulshepherding.org and start simplifying and rejuvenating your soul. It would be awesome if you could join us at our Soul Shepherding Institute for Training and Renewal. You can earn our certificate in the Ministry of Spiritual Direction. We have a new cohort starting in a couple of months. 